0: Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David Frankel. This show is for those that are inventors, entrepreneurs, or business owners that want to hear some great stories about other entrepreneurs and business owners, what they're doing, how they did it, how they failed, how are they successful, and just want to know more and more about the day-to-day business so they can learn to make their business better. It's all about the power of peers. So every episode is intended to teach you something from someone else's experience to help make your business even more successful. Thank you for tuning in welcome back to the perky collar radio show i'm your host david m frankel and i'm so excited to have our guest today it's a whole paragraph of business experience not just owner of so i'm excited to uh, share all of his experience with you today let me kick it off with brandon t adams is an emmy award-winning producer and host the tv series success in your city he's a podcaster speaker inventor advisor crowdfunding expert and media expert. That's a long sentence right there. hope you guys are listening closely today. Uh, Brian is a serial entrepreneur, owning a stake in a number of businesses, including the Accelerant Media Group, Live to Grind, Young Entrepreneur Convention, Success in Your City, and more. Let's please give a warm, warm welcome to our guest today, Brandon T. Adams. How's it going, buddy? It's great to be on the show. How was that intro, baby? Was that good or what? You, you did
1: good. You did good. It's, uh, I, I loved
0: it. Well, that took up a minute our 10, 15 minutes. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we got to make sure we use our time wisely today. That was awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show. I know it's an hour earlier for you, so we appreciate you waking up early for us. So kick us off with why you started Accelerate Media Group, as well as all other amazing things you're into. Yeah,
1: Accelerate Media Group. What came about, first off, I'll go back in time, you're an inventor yourself, it came back from really an invention. Uh, if you really want to dive deep, it's, uh, I, I had this invention called Arctic Stick back in 2000, which was an idea to cool and flavor drinks. I had grown up in a family ice business, we delivered packaged ice for a living. And while delivering ice one day, I wanted to keep a cold, or a beverage colder longer, and I had put ice cubes in before, but I wanted something to easily fit inside the bottle, but also not dilute the drink. So that's where this invention idea came up for Arctic Stick. I started pursuing that idea, going through the patents, the trademarks, and, and development, and everything else. And on the last leg of funding, I turned to crowdfunding. I went to kickstarter.com. And this back go to 2014. And 2014 is when I did my first Kickstarter campaign for Arctic Stick. And we launched it, and we... We raised the money we needed for the tooling to mass produce the product. And so that, that product went to market. But the lesson I learned there was crowdfunding was needed. So we needed – there was opportunity for somebody to help other people succeed with crowdfunding because I had seen how hard it was to raise money. And so I started pursuing crowdfunding, this becoming the expert. And in 2015, I was traveling the country. I was interviewing people. I launched a podcast show called the University of Young Entrepreneurs, which is now the Live to Grind podcast. So I started interviewing all these experts, inventors and crowdfunding experts, marketers, entrepreneurs, you name it, and learning from them. So I was building up my audience and I was building up my career in crowdfunding. So where my my career really launches, I had John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire come on my podcast show. I interviewed him and at the end of the show, I always said, hey, how can I help you? I'm a crowdfunding expert. And he said, well, I'm thinking about doing a campaign for this book called the Freedom Journal. Long story short, I went in and basically partnered with him to take the Freedom Journal to market. Six months later, we launched a campaign. We made it the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. We raised $453,000 in 33 days. And and so that started my career in crowdfunding. And I started working with other influential people like Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. Uh, I've worked with XPRIZE. I've worked with the Pauline Hill Foundation. And and so one of the key components of crowdfunding of raising the money is creating a quality video, a video that tells a story, a video that shows the features of the product, a video that really attracts some money. Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what the product is. Here's how it helps you. Here's why you should give us money. Here's how you should get involved. And so I really became obsessed with this video thing. And And so that's where, after doing that, come the end of 2016, I was I was consulting with people, I was doing video production, crowdfunding, and I realized I wanna bring this together and create a media group. I wanted to do not only crowdfunding, but video production at a higher level. And so what happened is Accelerate Media Group was born. It was me and four others. And what we did is we started doing not only consulting and, and crowdfunding campaigns, but we started doing commercials, video production. We started doing um, Accelerator programs is what I call them, where I basically put people through a 30-day program. I excelled their business. I helped them build their brand online. And what it is today is I I help people build their brand influence online specifically through video marketing and and really using just their phone, using their phone to create regular content to attract more leads. And, and so that's been a huge success. But that's how it, it started from an idea for an invention to getting into crowdfunding which helped people raise money, which realized, okay, video is a big component of that, to creating videos, to creating Accelerator Media Group, and then going on to produce TV shows. So uh, Accelerate Media Group has been a part of uh, three TV shows um, that I hosted as well. I was a host and producer, and uh, we also were a part of the movie Thinking Rich Legacy. So that long story short, in four minutes, that's my journey and how Accelerator Media Group came alive.
0: Very good. That's that's quite a journey you've been on. Uh, walk us through a little bit about the crowdfunding process. Obviously, we don't have a half hour, an hour to <laughs> talk about it, uh, but can kind you of give us the skinny on it? You know, was it cost get set up? Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of the how does it take to get it set up? Just kind of the nuts and bolts a little bit, just for those that have thought about it, but are afraid of the cost or afraid of how long it takes. You know, some of those. You know. Um, I guess average concerns kind of help put those to rest and give an idea of time frame, cost, and uh, you know the A A through B or A through D when it comes to crowdfunding. Yeah. So
1: first off, crowdfunding. For those of you that don't know what crowdfunding is, it's raising money from an audience, and you usually what it is raising money from the audience to use that money to create your product. So as an inventor, you could have the prototype and everything for your idea. You could put up a campaign on Kickstarter. .com. They're the main reward-based crowdfunding platforms, and you could create a video with your prototype and, and create these reward levels and basically pre-sell your product before it's even ready to go on the market, and you use the crowd's money to create your idea and bring it to market. So you're raising money from the crowd, so you bear off the risk. And so just quickly, how to have successful with crowdfunding, um, I have this formula. It's the acronym FUND, how to fund uh, your campaign. So F is for Forethought, U is for Utilize Marketing Campaign, and is for Narrative, and D is for deliver Value. Um, F for Forethought, it's Preparing. Most campaigns, you got to put at least two to three months into the campaign and preparing it, getting the marketing campaign ready, putting in the time and effort to make it a success so when you launch your campaign, you're ready to go. Um, the U for Utilize Marketing Plan is marketing it to the max in terms of Facebook ads, podcast shows going on, getting write-ups, um, having influential people, sharing it to their social media, a lot of reach-outs. It's a numbers game. The more people you can connect with, the more likely you're going to get more rewards or or pledges, that is. So marketing to the max. Uh, the next one, N for narrative, is telling a great story with your campaign. Storytelling sells. So creating a video that shares a great story, that really draws people emotionally in a way that shows the value of what you're doing, and why they should get involved. And the last one is delivering value. So Making sure you deliver massive value through your reward levels, making sure you have something people want to buy. And when they see it, they're like, okay, this is a no brainer. I want to give this person money for their idea and I want to back it because I think it's a cool idea, a cool project, and I want to get involved. So delivering massive value through reward levels and your project. A lot of people think they're just going to put up a campaign and... People are just going to give them money. No, people want something to return a value. So give them a valuable product, a valuable service, a valuable experience, something they won't forget. So that's, uh, that's really the formula for crowdfunding campaign. I usually tell people not to do a campaign because they're just not in the position to do one. It does take a lot of time and work and effort. And you got to really, it's almost like a full time job that money you're raising. And if you look at some of the largest crowdfunding campaigns out there, most of them had a professional team. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to raise the millions that they did. And it was planned out over months, sometimes six months. It didn't just happen. They didn't just throw it up there and, and think, okay, pray for success. And they actually put into place all the systems that needed to be to ensure they did succeed. So that's the process of crowdfunding. It's, uh, it's definitely a huge opportunity if you do it right, but um, it's, it is a lot of work.
0: And it's, I'm glad you really clarified that because I think a lot of people say, "Oh, why well, don't just do crowdfunding as if it's some simple little thing to do so I'm glad you clarified the the amount of production the amount of time the amount of effort and I love your acronym fun forethought, utilize marketing ads, narrative and delivering value. I think that's great that's a great acronym uh, for people to understand kind of the a through C uh, on getting it set up. uh walk us through some common mistakes obviously you've seen. Uh, some good quality crowdfunding as you are researching it for yourself. I'm sure you've seen other people uh, try and do crowdfunding, but some of them I'm sure make some of the same mistakes over and over again. What maybe top three mistakes did you avoid? Yeah,
1: I would say basically looking at the fun formula, just not doing that. I mean, where people, they don't prepare. They assume that it's just going to succeed and they think they're just going to have success. No, it's, there's a lot of time and effort put into the campaign. So make sure you prepare for your campaign head time. Make sure you have a team. A lot of people, people have came to me. This is back when I did a lot of campaigns. I don't do many now. Um, they come to me and be like, okay, we're going uh, to love to have you a part of it. And they don't realize, like, obviously I charge a lot for what I do. And they go and launch it themselves and they fail miserably because they have no idea what they're doing. So not preparing or not having a team involved, um, not doing enough marketing. Like you could just share it to your social media, tweet it out and think you're going to succeed. That's not going to happen. You need to be consistently posting out getting other people involved, um, asking for people to be a part of it and even spending money on ads, doing, putting money into the campaign. And then I've seen horrible videos out there, like where their videos very long, they don't put the effort into it. It's a shitty video that, um, maybe they created with their phone and they're in front of their couch. Like, here's the thing. If people see you have a video, that's not very well thought out. And then it's like, well, why should I give them money if they didn't take the time to actually create a great video? And then. And then also Mm -hmm. the reward levels, they'll just throw something up there and, and it's not even valuable. Like, Hey, for 50 bucks, I'm going to give you a t-shirt or for a hundred bucks, like we'll give a thing. Like they don't even really give real value. Treat it as a business. Don't treat it as like a, uh, give me money campaign or a a kind of like a GoFundMe where they, like in that case, GoFundMe usually is, uh, people raising for different causes whether it's uh, like uh, medical bills or something like that. It's not like that. It's not like, hey, you're not begging for money. It's more of like, hey, this is a real business and you got to take it seriously because if you don't, you're going to fail miserably. So treat it seriously. And if you do treat it seriously, um, you're going to get success if you put in the time and work. But if you don't, then you're just, you're wasting your time even doing it.
0: Makes a lot of sense. I appreciate those mistakes. Cause you know a lot go fall into those traps. Sometimes they look for shortcuts, and they realize that there is no shortcuts in crowdfunding. You got to do it right, or don't yep. do it at all. Is there a uh, is there a recommended length of video? Yeah. So does it depend so on the product? Ideally,
1: or? The shorter, the better. Um, it could be anywhere from a minute fifteen to three minutes. Ideally, you want to keep it in the one and a half to two and a half minute mark because if you get any longer than that, unless it's very high produced and like you. You put in a lot of thought and effort, but the longer it is, it's, it's harder to retain the attention of people watching the video because you want them to be able to watch the video, understand what it is you're doing and keep their, keep them engaged. And ideally having like a lot of B-roll, which is footage showing over a voiceover, showing quick clips, not just on camera talking, because that's the worst. And if you can, if you can do that, and if you can really create a powerful video, that could ultimately be the make or break of the campaign.
0: No, it makes sense. And I think like you said exactly right. It's a, a mixture of you know, seeing who I am as the creator and then sh- demonstrating the products so they understand how it works and not just stand there for two minutes and talk about yourself and what you've done. People want to see, the be big, able to touch as much yeah. as they possibly can through that video screen, the product. They want to own it. They want to like, wow, I had that problem. Wow, that's a great solution. Wow, I want to be a part of that. It's yeah, exciting. I would say
1: if you want to look at a great video, one of the greatest videos I've studied before was the campaign they did for the Coolest Cooler when it got funded, the first time around, some people don't realize the Coolest Cooler didn't reach its goal uh, the first time around. The second time around, it did. It became, at that time, the largest crowdfunding campaign in history. It raised $13.2 million. But that video describes the product, the cooler, the cool features so well. It like it, it was done so well that that like helped them raise millions of dollars because it showed what the product was. It showed the cool features and why somebody should get involved and uh that's why the campaign was a success so um create a video like that that really gets the point across and shows why people should be giving their harder money to you
0: that that brings up a great point i think it's always great to learn from others mistakes as well as learn from other successes is there like a top five best crowdfunding uh campaigns out there that people can watch and learn from to then model their yeah so i guess the
1: first question is what's What's your campaign? What's your product? So for example, let's say you have a fitness product. Um, Go look on Kickstarter Indiegogo and find the best crowdfunding campaigns in history for a fitness product. Or let's say you want to launch a book. I've done two of the largest book campaigns in history. I've done three books actually. Um, One with Kevin Harrington, we did put a shark in tank. We did the freedom journal with John Lee Dumas and the mastery journal with John Lee Dumas and the, the freedom journal I don't. I think it's still the fifth largest. Uh, I mean, we raised close to half a million dollars in a month. Uh, there was only like there was only a few other campaigns out there that raised more than that. So look at that campaign, see how it did. Like mimic that. Um, so find one that's already succeeded, right. and then also we did. Um, we had at the time for the Think and Go Rich movie, we I we led the the campaign for the Think and the Rich Legacy movie. It the campaign on Indiegogo was called Think the Legacy of Think and Go Rich. And we raised $380,000 in two months. And and that was, at that time, the largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a docudrama. So if, if you're looking to raise money for like a documentary or film, that campaign is a great example. Um, and so just find, based off what you're trying to raise money for, find online campaigns that already did it and and mimic them or even reach out to the, the person that created the campaign, the inventor or the founder, mm-hmm. and ask to get their advice. It'd be more likely... And willing to help you and give you any kind of insight they have
0: that's fantastic and i think finding those people that are willing to help this is so refreshing you know you don't have to keep all your great information to yourself and there are a lot of great inventors out there that have had great campaigns that are happy to share uh one of the reasons i started this podcast is because i think it's great to share people's successes people's failures and learn from other people and then ultimately use your network and you know, help each other, share, grow, expand their business in, in ways they haven't done before, which I think is fantastic. It's collaboration is really the key, and uh, more inventors could save a lot of heartbreak and a lot of uh, financial woes if they just reached out to people that have done it already successfully instead of trying to
1: figure it out themselves.
0: Yeah, it's a great point.
1: So that's excellent. Well, let
0: me wrap up with one last question because I, when you were on, I was on a uh, interview with you last Thursday. You talked about a place where you face some challenges. And I think that's something that a lot of our listeners deal with is they're afraid to fail. They're afraid to, uh, make mistakes because they can be costly and they could, you know, uh, affect the ability for your business to grow. Can you give us an example of a time that uh, either you failed or just maybe some challenges you faced and how you overcame them? But most importantly is what did you learn from those mistakes, those failures?
1: Yeah. So I've had a lot of failures. I could share different stories all day in terms of times where I was facing uh, financial ruin, almost bankruptcy facing uh, where I thought that I I was like going crazy, like nothing was going Mm -hmm. right or ideas just didn't work. I'll tell you based off any temporary defeat, it's really just a lesson for you to realize, okay, this is not the right route. I need to make a pivot. Um, And I I found out some of my greatest successes I have uh, turned into my, uh, have come from literally my darkest times. So I'll give you one example. Uh, in 2014, I told my my girlfriend at the time, wife now, to leave her full-time job and, and join me in, in moving to a different city and, and starting a product development company. And, and so we went to Des Moines, Iowa to start this product development company. I had some money lined up and we were picking out our office. We had a new apartment uh, already signed and all this. And in the last minute, we we pulled out of the deal because I knew it was gonna be the wrong timing and everything for me. So basically everything I said I was gonna do I had to go against. Um it hurt. Um and my my girlfriend was like, well, uh, well you promised me a job. So it was very difficult times and we I didn't know how I was gonna pay rent. But I found out when you hit rock bottom, you you get these superhuman powers. You're forced to think like cavemen in survival mode when they had to go hunt and they had to eat like they were forced to figure out how to eat. So they, they got these powers. As an inventor or entrepreneur, when you're hitting a, a brick wall, like you're forced to figure things out. So for me, I turned to crowdfunding. And, and so a month later after that low moment, I turned to crowdfunding. And there was a lot more work in the years to get to where I wanted to go. But I'll tell you, that that ultimate like failure in the product development company led me to crowdfunding. So if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be in crowdfunding um, it wouldn't have led me to video production or Excel Media Group. It wouldn't have led me to producing TV shows. Uh, it all happened because of that temporary defeat, which led me to the right direction, which now is where I'm finding success.
0: That's fantastic, and I think a lot of people uh, again are afraid of that that rock bottom. They like do everything they can to prevent it, prevent it, prevent it. But like you said, sometimes it's okay to hit rock bottom because then that allows your superpowers to kick in and. Looking back now, imagine if you never, you know, six years ago, never turned to you know, crowdfunding, how your life would be so different now. So sometimes it's a matter of embracing. Yeah, it is what it is. Own it, pivot, and move on and, and stop fighting what used to be. And just embrace it. I think now that we're going through this pandemic and the coronavirus and offices are changing and jobs are changing and your role might be changing, and your business might be changing. It's okay. This is a, a good pivot. And maybe you're gonna be more successful now than you would have been if you stayed in the path before coronavirus. So I think it's, a great lesson to send home to all the listeners is hang in there. The bottom is okay. Just keep fighting and keep grinding and good things will be at the other end yeah, of the rainbow. And, and also said.
1: added that even now, as I go on higher levels of entrepreneurship or whatever I'm doing, just know like more obstacles are going to come your way. I, I, I Because after you have enough obstacles and temporary defeats and you look back on your journey, you realize like that was a, a success in disguise. So like now this pandemic I'm actually looking, I'm like, Oh wow. Like this is actually meant to be, I was about to have one of the biggest months of my, my career and and speaking career. And all of a sudden the pandemic shut it all down. But I am looking in the last two months. I look at all the things that have happened that I wouldn't have had if We didn't have this pandemic. And so look at the opportunities that are coming to you because of this going on, look at the opportunities that are out of this situation. And when you think and discover those Ultimately, I think it'll even be more success than you would have had in the past. So think of it that way. Anytime you hit an obstacle, it's like, okay, why is this happening to me, and what's the opportunity I can create from this?
0: I think that's exactly right, and you know, I think there's so many business owners out there that feel like, hey, I'm at this nice level, I'm comfortable, things are great, and then they try and scale, and the scaling becomes their new obstacle, their new challenge, and it's like, well, I went from one location to now I have three locations. It's so much harder to manage, and I don't know if I can do it. It's okay. You just take a step back, stay true to your roots, but be able to pivot and accept each challenge because that's the next level of success. And some people want to stick with one location. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. But if you're ready to scale, you're wanting to grow and you're open to new challenges, take them on, hit on. And like you mentioned earlier, that yep. team is so important. So sometimes as you scale, as you grow, you may need to add someone to your team that can make that scaling, that growth, that new adventure a little more comfortable because that's their background. And together you can move forward instead of trying to do everything 100%. By yourself. I agree. Well, excellent. Well, Brandon, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Uh, I think you had a, a wealth of information. You have so much experience. I think there's a lot we can learn from you. So I greatly appreciate that. If you don't mind, before you go, share with us how people can get a hold of you, how they can hire you at Accelerant Media Group, and so on. So maybe your LinkedIn or email or website, whatever yeah, you feel I mean, I can now. be
1: found pretty much anywhere on social media at Brandon T. Adams, Facebook, LinkedIn, social media, uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, The best place is just DM me on Instagram, at Brandon T. Adams. Uh, You can check out my website, brandontadams.com, or feel free to send me an email, brandon at brandontadams.com. And uh, happy to give it any kind of insight I can and, and support you, specifically in video production and marketing. And I have worked with some inventors in the past and I've helped take products to market. So feel free to send me an email and let's see where it goes. Excellent. Again, Brendan, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Are you frustrated with your marketing budget not getting the results that you were thinking it would? What about irritated that it doesn't seem like you're coming up in Google search rankings yet? Hi, I'm Terry Watkins, your chief idea catcher over at Spin Frogs Consulting. I can help you figure out exactly what isn't working, those pitfalls that you apparently fell into, so that we can reallocate some of your marketing dollars to organizations and plans that make a lot more sense for you and what you're trying to accomplish. Need help with your marketing? Give us a call today. 518-33-FROGS. Again, that's 518-33-FROGS. Look forward to talking with you soon and helping you catch the ideas that stick.
0: Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We bring products to market that solve clothing-related problems. The first product I'm going to discuss is the Perky Collar. It is a collar support system for dress shirts. Don't you hate it when your collar lays flat, tucks under, one's up, one's down, totally lays flat when you wear a blazer? Well, no more. Here's how it works. Whether you're wearing a button-down shirt or a non-button-down shirt, it works with the other one. Lift your collar up, put the Perky Collar on the collar chamber of your shirt, and then lay your collar down on top of it. Look in the mirror and adjust it so it's even from around your neck. Again, the perky collar sits on the shirt, doesn't touch your neck directly, and weighs less than a half an ounce. So virtually it's invisible and it's weightless. You'll see an amazing difference in how great your collar perks up every time you put on your perky collar. To order, go to perkyllc.com.